This music is so good. This is MMA Love, Love from America. Our show in English and Swiss English. I am Matt, the voice of the MMA fan in Central Europe. This is Luke. He's from Seattle. He watches all them fights. And together we bring you Love from America. Up until now, an MMA show mo mo mostly about Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. But today, it will be a Sean O'Malley Love Fest. So buckle up. Oh, Oh, and no, I thought it was going to be a show entirely about Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. <laughs> <laughs> um, happy 10th episode to us and our listeners. Choo-choo, wow. motherfuckers. Wow. Luke. I, I, I'm, I had no idea. Yeah, That's no. awesome. <laughs> so um, how are you doing today on this, wonderful, on this wonderful day on this godforsaken planet? I'm, I'm all right. I, I'm, I woke up. It's it's morning. It's the morning after the UFC here, and I, I woke up, and I'm still a little like, I'm still a little emotionally confused about how I feel about so, the UFC last so night. So, are we but, doing this today to um, solve absolve you of your emotional confusedness? That's. I didn't think we were. I thought we were doing this for Misha Tate. But <laughs> we I, yes, I, I need, I do need to do that. So I need, I need some takes. I need some takes that are not yes. my own about these fights that I just watched. <laughs> we're, we're doing this for, for ourselves, of course, but we're also doing this for the listeners. Thanks so much for interacting with us. Um, like, share and subscribe, listen to the podcast on all the platforms, you know, um, send us your questions or your suggestions of fights. We should watch and break down, uh, fights have to have a rule set or, And no, not not or, but and two willing participants. Um, yeah, thanks so much for the love. We're continuing to do this. Um, but today, Luke, we are in the aftermath of um, UFC 260, Stipe Miocic versus Nganu. So, do you want to go straight into that one? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you were very hesitant there. So. It's <laughs> I yeah I don't know how I feel because I I said last week I'm a Stipe fan so I, I'm you see I, I, it was a it was a it, the the <laughs> the the Herb Dean's fault esque hammer fist at the end I was just like oh oh man in the words a lot in the words of the great Weili Zhang very pain. Very pain. This uh, this card was very pain for all of us, I think. Yeah, like every I, I think I picked everything wrong and the things that I picked right, I wanted to be wrong. So, you know what I mean? So keep so, do you want to do you want to go through through some fights or do you want to, to ask me about your best and worst of the card? How do you want to do this? Because that card was that, that card is filled with, with stuff to talk about. Yeah. I I want I just want to I just want to know like are we are we going to be okay even though Woodley and Stipe both lost are we going to be okay I think we'll make it okay I think we'll make yeah. it yeah you you think you think that you think that you they're going to use a little imagination and come back for one more yes we'll do what we will do is a prolonged imagination segment where we'll do some fantasy matchmaking for the winners and losers of this of Fancy. this event so of course woodley woodley showed uh life he did not just back up and lean against the cage except it was enough and then he got smashed 
and then Darce choked. And I think that that is the that is the biggest thing of the card. So is Woodley showing. So life was this? Hasn't in so long. So was this Tyron Woodley's best performance in his last several <laughs> fights? In his last several fights, I mean, he showed. He showed. He 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 was trying to hit the guy and not waiting against the cage, and that that was important. Even even he Dana showed, was complimentary showed, of him in the in the press conference. Urgency showed urgency right from the get-go um even in the clinch got out of it yep showed more urgency uh i i yeah yeah didn't look like the woodley i expected to see i, I expected a, i, I saw him that we had seen i didn't dream this i saw him tag luke and and stagger mm-hmm. him i think yeah yes just, just right before the fight ending sequence but he he, he staggered him first i think it was, it was in a, it was, I was thinking that was the one thing I was thinking about this morning before we got on the phone was that Woodley staggered Luque and that Stipe staggered Francis. He puts Francis on his heels right, right before he gets knocked out. And exactly. That, and that, that staggering and charging in was, uh, <laughs> not great no nope. steep but but let, let's 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 stick with the woodley let's stick with the woodley was already hurt as well i think so yeah he i mean yeah is this the longest any fighter ever did a fish dance no there's no way it's the longest ever. <laughs> i thought but there's got to be there's got to be crazier shit out there look i mean luca got stunned from a shoot from a shot of woodley then Woodley gets stung. Woody does the fish dance for, for me personally, it was like an eternity. And then um, he gets taken down and he gets stars choked. But I think he was already out. What do you think? Well, you must be looking at this from like a pretty critical eye of a, of a referee, of a future UFC referee. I hope because so. You're Book seeing, me, Dana. You're seeing this guy fish dance and you're saying, to yourself, you're screaming at your TV. He's not. He's not intelligently defending himself. No, nope. stop the fight. Right. So, so that that would actually be my question. Should I mean it could be Herzog's the, the best, the second best referee in the game after me? Should he have stopped this fight? What do you, What is your take? I don't. It's tough because, like. This this sequence I don't remember as well as the main event sequence, but when when that's when a fighter is still on their feet and still looking at their opponent and still trying to throw back, it's tough to make an argument that offense is not defense. So I like don't necessarily want to stop it. You know hmm. what I mean? Like there's because there's a chance there. You are a mean man. It's well. I'm not going to be mad at Herzog if he had stopped it, but I know I'm okay. certain everyone else would be. Well, that is a, that is a fair point. I think I think so too. If he stopped it there, uh, people would be mad. But I do personally think um, that Woodley was out for it for a very, very long time because I think I'll I'll rewatch it and count the seconds uh, Woodley was out in my opinion on, and did the fish dance. And he okay, he swung I, he swung again at Luke, but I think it was it was time to stop it right there. The uh, the holding himself up against the cage was yeah he was grabbing the point. he was grabbing the fence to hold himself up and then yep. Luke just swarmed in, took him down and Darce choked him with no actual defense of Woodley. I mean Woodley didn't yep. defend that joke at all. So yep. yeah, 
Is this Herzog's first mistake? Let's let's um, <laughs> tell well, me. That's, that's the thing is, do you if you have to consider it a mistake? And I'm sure that most people don't. Okay. I, I think that this that is, one wasn't. If he, it was not a situation where he was on the ground getting his ass, getting his head smashed into the canvas and and with nothing coming back. You know, he was still on his feet. I mean, we have we have several other, we have okay. some other, we have some other takes on on referees' performances as usual. It might <laughs> not have been the worst mistake of a ref tonight, but um, I'll I'll be a bit critical of Herzog because. Yeah, for me, for me, it looked worse than than it might have for you. If the listeners have a take on it, please, please let us know. Well, the, and from everything that you hear about Herzog, he's going to go back and he's going to learn from this and 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 review what he what where he was and what happened. Call At me Jason. What you hear Call me Jason. Him. We can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> come on the show. Any other of the show, Jason Herzog? <laughs> any other takes on on Woodley? Um, maybe maybe the question uh, everybody is is hinting at, or even Dana just hinted at it. Should he retire? In your opinion? Yeah, he can do what he wants. Um, this is uh, this is sort of reminding me of of the, of Hall and Brunson a little bit, where we're talking about the person that lost the fight a lot because that guy has more media about him and. Willie's been around for a long time and was the champ, but I mean, Luke stopped him. And I, I was thinking afterwards, like not who Woodley would fight, but who Luke fights. So what, what was your, what would be your, to do with the imagination thing right now? I, I, I was, I was using my imagination. I said, I want him to fight Leon. Leon Edwards. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he wins that fight, but yeah, I want him to fight Leon Edwards. That is actually I a good to, idea. I want to I want to see if he can get inside the eye pokes and smash Leon Edwards. That is why we pay you the big Fitro protein bars by Fight Apparel because of these I have, a co- I have a collagen one. I don't know what that is. I got to look it up on Google. Yeah, for me, it's for me, it's. I, I don't think Woodley should retire. I think he showed something in this fight that he still has something to 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 show, which he didn't do in the last three fights. So now he showed that he's actually in there that he can perform that he wants to perform i think he still is a very good fighter but not not top 10 no no he 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 could fight there isn't a lot he can do right now i don't think so besides no. take some time off for taking that damage yeah. and then see how things shake out in the top 10 he'd he'd probably be fighting someone coming up into the top 15 Whoever, however, the UFC does their bullshit rankings to make things look. Yeah, I think he, he's he's ranked seven. I don't know if it's still the case after tonight. Behind him is Damian Maya, Neil Magny, Luke, Jeff, Jeff Neal, Lee Jing Lang, Bilal Muhammad, Sean Brady, Robbie Lawler. Yeah, yeah, he could fight. He could fight Bilal if Bilal's eyes healed up. But that, that you kind of want to just like wait and see. I think one. that would be a good fight. I don't think so. But yeah, the, the the performance of Woodley was okay, and Luke Luke was good. Um, it it was actually a very good fight, and I think it got fight of the night, the fight of the night bonus, which it was very exciting. Which is which so. is a good thing. So good, good on you, Woodley. Yeah, I I I don't think that fight would be good either. To be clear, but I don't think a lot of fights would be good necessarily with Woodley in them. It very much depends on how Tyron shows up, and if he shows up with that urgency, could be a lot of fun. We'll see. 
maybe one inch closer to w- when he threw that punch to to stagger Luke and Luca goes out. So, oh yeah, dude. Like maybe the maybe the maybe the move is just small cage Tyron from now on. Yeah, no large cage. Yeah, don't don't walk too, don't walk too much. If you're if you're thirty nine, just just take it a bit <laughs> easy. Um, next fight, truth. Let's go into into Ngannou Stipe. That is a shorter one because afterwards we'll have the O'Malley O'Malley Law Fest and it it won't stop. So Ngannou oh, Stipe, okay. your takes. It's Herbine's fault. <laughs> Still is. I thought so. Like I was watching the card and like the first three four fights go by and I had not seen Herb. I hadn't yeah. been paying close attention to who was doing the 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 fighter prep point but he came out I, of nowhere i hadn't seen him i hadn't seen him and i was like holy shit did he actually take the week off does herb listen to to the show he no, does he listen but he doesn't listen to what we say i mean <laughs> so he was in he was there and uh and 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 of course he was there in the in the uh main event and it was a mirror of a large large man falling on an already unconscious man with a hammer fist of just ultimate violence like like a gif of thor with the hammer doing the lightning thing just smashing a guy that was already out <laughs> and i just look i was just like oh, it's yeah so it, it was it was sad because he overreached i mean they they hurt each other but both of them actually hit the other guy pretty hard and both of them staggered around a bit but mm-hmm. but then Stipe thought he had he had Francis hurt more than he actually yeah. had him hurt and he uh, hurt and he overreached and ran straight into a fucking yeah. punch. So yeah. I I mean no He's, no bueno. Ah, uh, rough, uh, rough night to be a Stipe fan. <laughs> but uh, you know he got that was his that was his yearly fight. We'll see him next year. And then we'll decide then who he wants to fight if he wants to fight at all. Rate rate Nganu's performance. You know what I? You know what I said? I said it was really tough to be a Stipe fan, but he, after all of that hyperbole and story about Francis, it's hard not to feel happy for him at the same time. Look, I mean, let's let's not go into the personal stuff because it's hard to judge. But I mean. And Ganu as a fighter, what what did you what did you see? You know, I have I have an agenda here, so <laughs> I know you do. It's I, it's because he hits so freaking hard. He doesn't have to be that good. He just has to he has to not get hit and has to touch someone once or twice. Stipe twice, everyone else once. Derek Lewis maybe five times, but like. He doesn't. How good does a man really have to be when he has that much power? Look, power is power is a word which is it, it's it's too broad. I mean, because, of course, of course, because can, he had it, he has it, but Stipe is running in, and that's what does it exactly. I mean, but he did stuff a takedown. He stuffed a wobbled Stipe, right? Ma- Marius Puchanowski is the world's strongest man, and he doesn't put out people like that. So you need a bit of technique behind your power, but. What 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 enerves me, or what 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 gives me? I, I mean, I, I don't understand how Nganu is still not a good technical striker. He he he's always off balance. He he, he does not retract. He does not. He was like 
He does not. He, he like does not go back to defense. Ball. He has no guard up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's mind-boggling to see. Of course, I, I mean, we see it. That the the result speaks for itself. I thought that Stipe was way way too good of a technician to be caught off off guard by this, and he was actually it was Stipe's fight to lose, and he he lost it by a terrible mistake, not not being hesitant enough, overreaching. But I mean, Ngannou striking is. I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not getting it. So, so this like the the confluence of factors leading to a mistake. But I think Stipe's hair played a part. I, I think. Uh, I have. I think I have the best and the worst of this event. And one oh, no. I, one of the worst I I wrote down is Stipe's blow dried hair. <laughs> How Stipe? Please, I, I'll, I'll 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 link you to a very good barber shop i visit in zurich all the time it's yusef's so please go to yusef and, and don't don't do to, that blow right here but i really need to see yusef too I d- um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you do <laughs> uh, but listen not digress listen, here so it's it's that okay so let me ask you to use your own imagination and and break down the john jones francis naganu matchup <clears throat> first. tell me what happens does john just stay on the outside and 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 kick his knee until he until he falls over. Look, first we have to go through a mind-numbing John Jones negotiating on Twitter again. Dana saying, "Call, we we make the fight," but John Jones saying, "Show me the money." It's it's mind-numbing. I don't. I really can't care or get get into that fight or the, the breakdown of this before I actually yeah before before it something really happened. Um, concerning the matchup, I mean John Jones. If martial arts work, <laughs> if if any of this is true, <laughs> if if there is technique, if there is something like patterns and and being good at something, John Jones should absolutely like annihilate Ngannou, because, right? Because Ngannou is not a good fighter from a technical standpoint. He's he's really not. So it's not even funny anymore to to watch Ngannou fight. Oh. It, it, I, I can't. I, I, I think it's funny. I mean, okay, it's funny. Yeah, okay. And let's let's not. But yeah, I, concerning that matchup, John Jones should absolutely annihilate him. What do you think? I I want the confluence of factors that generates damage to both fighters in this fight. I want this fight to be violent. I want it to go on for a while. It's hard to make a fight with Francis go on for a while and be violent, but I do want that. I want a small cage. I want a a little bit of defensive wrestling from both guys. I want a bunch of leg kicks from Jones. Yeah, if, and if, then I want some absolute bonkers overhand power from Francis that Jones just easily shrugs and and, and defends. <laughs> I mean, if Jones, if John Jones does these darting side kicks to the knees of of Ngannou, um, maybe maybe. Ups his mummy guard game a bit, and Gano oh, will yeah. not even get I, close to. Oh my god! To... I forgot the mummy guard, the OG <laughs> mummy guard. <laughs> so yeah, no. But this could be a crazy fight, but I agree with you. I think Jones is wildly better. So at MMA, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not even close. It's just a. It's. It's just. I guess it's just a matter of size. But yeah, I. Jones looks beefy at the moment, so not not sure Jones if size is, will be an issue Jones like is that. Jones is a heavyweight. Jones is yes. a heavyweight. For yes. Sure. Look, I mean, yeah, that fight was. I'm, th- I'm buying that pay per view. Okay. The UFC should pay Jones whatever he wants. Yes, please. 
also don't negotiate after every fight you have that's just me do whatever i mean i I have no idea what his contract looks like but i'm pretty sure they they do special deals for pay-per-view main events and 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 big stars like jones and connor and it would it's it would um it would make make sense for me if they did for poirier against mcgregor because I'm not getting why Poirier is not aiming for the title shot because okay this this just in pal oh breaking news oh no John, jo- John Jones tweet one hour ago oh no oh no nine a- nine a.m. on Sunday let's not forget Stipe lost to DC Stipe only defended his belt like five times to my fifteen the man showed up at two thirty to fight against Francis he is no John Jones I want this fight excited to see what the UFC thinks it's worth He's- is that written by his agent. He's he's right. I mean, he's right. He is right. He's absolutely right. I'm excited to see what the UFC thinks it's worth too. They should pay him the money so that he gets in there and he has a tweet. Francis. He has a tweet eight minutes ago. I always oh, hear <laughs> about how much the company is growing, yet one year later I find myself in the same spot. I put in the work, I've done my part, I have completely transformed myself, and now I meet a brick wall. How discouraging. That's what I said. <laughs> the Twitter negotiations are are on <laughs> most of the time when when john jones starts twitter negotiating a week later the fight is made so it's <laughs> so funny welcome to your john jones tweet podcast. oh my god so let's um let's move on from from these two fights um, um maybe maybe what is next for stipe uh he's taking a year another year off of course he, he only fights once a year he's gonna he's gonna recover he's gonna fight fires instead of men he's yes. gonna train it, it's make it's, that jokes what is yeah, what is next for? St- I don't. No, no, you know, we, we we won't go there. That will be my take too. It's it's too yeah. too far in the future. Stipe is just taking exactly. a year off. We'll we'll talk about it in a year. By this time next year, he could be he could be released and fighting in Bellator. Who knows? You just don't know. Correct. So, correct mundo, as as Bonner would say. So now, enough of the dead fights. Enough of these boring fights. enough of all of it let's go into the fight of the night your your love fight my love fest will start now you have been warned O'Malley versus Almeida tell me tell me your feelings about it first (laughs) Mark Smith was trying to take years off Almeida's life yeah Uh, Mark Smith is not a good referee either Mark I uh, I I read a tweet of a guy. I'm hope I'm hope I'll find it again. It was a very good take. He said something, two things, but I I only remember one because my brain is a bit, you know. He said that one thing each and every ref could implement immediately to make his refereeing better is to actually always be ready to jump in. Like Herzog is a bit like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like being a in a ready position all the time. Which I yep. personally try to do as well because it's 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 happening so fast, and then I see Tonioni or Smith just sta- standing there like lampposts, and I I just don't get it. So that mm-hmm. that was actually a good suggestion, and it was I, a I, good suggestion in the I'll Almeida tell you fight. What else too? Yeah, please. This is that that would also create a situation where the fighter never knows when you're going to jump in. So when you suddenly, so instead of moving to the ready to jump in stance. And the fighter thinking you're about to, you're going to already be in that stance, and they will not react to it. 
So they will not walk off correct. after damaging a guy. Absolutely correct. So that take is very, very good. I mean, of course, very good. Take. As as every take uh, and every suggestion, it won't work a hundred percent of the time, but even even it, if it works five percent of the time, it it is an improvement. Mm-hmm. Yes. So very good suggestion by random dork on the internet. Thank you very much. Thank back, you, random dork. Back to <laughs> O'Malley versus Almeida. Why do you love it so much? Listen, <laughs> I got I got takes for days and trying to to make it as short and bearable as possible. Okay. Okay. I mean, I love the stand up fights. Um, I am a an old school kickboxing guy, and I love fighters like um, Holloway, Jan. I love fighters like Joanna, even Bailey. Um, I love fights like Rose. And they all have something in common. They have a an incredibly varied striking game. It's not just just a pitter patter basic combination um, thing. It is. It was absolutely astonishing how incredibly varied the striking of of O'Malley was this this evening. He has. I mean, he has perfect, like almost picture perfect distance management. He's in and out. He sets traps. Which Almeida has re- has to react to, and all of his opponents actually have to react to. He's he's out of reach again. He he has a first strike that lands. He's the second strike is a feint, then something different lands. He he had some nice diamond step footwork. He has some, mm-hmm. I mean he he switches stances almost after every shot. Yep. So it is it is amazing to see. I I made a list of something he did in the in the first round. He had, uh, let me go through it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, give me a list. He had body kicks, um, varied, like a backside body kick and a normal body kick. He had a spinning back kick to the body. He had a knee without the clinch. He had a teep kick. He had a front kick. He had a calf kick. He had a front kick to the knee. He had a side kick to the knee. He faked the back kick going in with the straight. He had a head kick from the back leg. Actually, that, that one connected... Very hard, but not sure if it was in the first round. He had um, a hook kick to the lead leg, which is incredible. He had a knee from the clinch. Um, He countered the kicks of Almeida with spinning back kicks and spinning back fist combinations. He triple jabbed. He hooked. I mean, I could go on. I, I stopped counting because it was already so incredible. I mean, and that is all in one fight. That is something some fighters never do in their whole career in all of their cage time. And that was the first round, right? I think almost all of it was in the first round. Mm-hmm. And look, he said it himself, I'm not quoting um, one-on-one here, but he said, I perform like 15 minutes a year. And when I do, I want it to be something. Yep. And I love that about a fighter. I mean... Don't go into who O'Malley is as a person. He's young. I'm not judging him that much. He he surely isn't the person I would want to hang around besides training. Um, I wouldn't want to have his hair cut. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have his bad takes on, on uh, other people. But man, this dude is talented beyond imagination. Yeah, I, was, uh, I agree. I agree. 
and and I think I think looking at MMA as as I have to like the person to like watching it is a huge mistake, and it will burn you out, and you will hate the sport by the end of your time. Absolutely. Um, so I don't do that. I agree with you. I watch these fights to be entertained. I don't watch these fights because I necessarily like or dislike somebody. Don't but, meet your heroes. The ta- taking all that in. Um, I was watching and I thought to myself, what if he meets someone in the cage that doesn't give a shit about all these different offensive looks and tries to get in and do their own offense? Because a lot of what I, a lot of it was like, because of that, all the stance switching and because of all the varied technique, it's hard to sort of like get set and swing yourself. You know? I think, and I, you know what it made me think of was it made me think of Tony Ferguson and, I think the guy's name was Katsunori Kakuno or something mm-hmm. with a really weird, a really weird kind of kind of style that Tony had to go in and sort of sort of fight his way through to knock the guy out and and talked about it after the fight and said, yeah, I, I just I didn't really know what I was looking at, but I, I kind of just had to get in there and figure it out. And then I got him. Um, I mean, look, I want I want O'Malley to fight somebody with that offensive-minded attitude. You know what I mean? I think, I personally think he he didn't have to do this and he chose to do it because he wants to be flashy. That I, mm-hmm. I saw that when he was hesitating with the finishing blow after knocking Omeda down. He was all already doing the walk-off thing. Yep. Um, yep. Shin on head. Yep. Um, maybe a stoppage there, but it was good that he did, that the ref didn't stop it. Um I mean, I think he can be, because he's so varied and he has he didn't have to show all of these things, um, but he wanted to show them. I think he's very well capable of of adapting the game to whomever stands in front of him. Yeah. So he, even even when he was he was taken down or, or more like thrown to the ground, he had a nice control of the ankle when he was down. He was he was kicking with his left. Um, with his left, what is that? Oh my god! With his left foot, um, Almeida was standing up, um, upright, but he controlled the ankle of Almeida so that he couldn't move in too fast. He would have swept him. So it's yeah. And and how old is O'Malley actually? Isn't he? Isn't he twenty three or something like that? Uh, he's twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that is plenty of time. Yeah. I plenty. Can't yeah. even start to say how excited I was to see a fighter do things like he did, and he, he KO'd him at the end. Um, let's say that that <laughs> that coffin nail <laughs> of a shot. Yeah. I mean, he has to do that shot because the ref wouldn't step in. Yep. So that's what you get when uh, when you don't stop the fight. We have to live with that. I mean, it's it wasn't a bad stoppage by any means. It's, it was just like yeah, that is that is something you have to be able to stomach as a human being to see something like that yeah yep yeah his man and his some of his spinning kicks are fast as the combination the combination he did after he was he was uh, a kick was i think he countered a kick a low kick because he was actually um hit by very hard low kicks of omeda don't don't play down omeda he wasn't the best opponent of course and an opponent that allowed O'Malley to be what he can be, but he countered one kick with a spinning back kick and a spinning back fist combination. I mean, that's that's basically incredible. Yeah, 
Yeah, so well, that that law fest won't stop. It. I'm very excited to see what he. I, I hope he didn't uh, mess his foot up again because both of his feet were taped heavily, um, and I think he messed up his foot again. He he was stumbling sometimes when he when he was moving backwards. Yeah, he was something he does I, in every I, fight. And that's but what, and that's what and that's what kind of like kind of makes me want to see. It's one part of what makes me want to see him more too. Is just. What if someone more durable can step in and take it and just bring it to him? Does he break if someone gets in close? What I happens? think I think Almeida was very very durable. I mean, mm-hmm. oh I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, just yeah, yeah. just the, the the things the things he was getting hit with, the 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 variety of strikes. It's very very hard to do something. I mean, it's almost impossible. He, he could have rushed in more, risk of maybe getting hit once or twice and and clinched more or grappled more but man that's that was not taking anything away from Almeida here I think he's durable as fuck so O'Malley's if O'Malley's foot is okay does he climb up the ladder a little bit does he get into a ranked opponent I don't think has to right yeah, but it's I don't popular. I don't think they will do it I, I think they'll give him they give him another they give him another thing let me check the bantamweight rankings UFC let me see who's there, where he is actually. Um, middleweight. Light. I just noticed something really passive aggressive on the UFC rankings site. Oh boy, what what is it? <laughs> Aljamain Sterling's picture. Oh yeah, that's not good. Look at the different. What's what's difference between Aljamain Sterling's picture and all the other champions' pictures? <laughs> <laughs> no belt. No, John Jones hasn't <laughs> hasn't a, hasn't have a. That's oh. that's the top pound, pound for pound. Oh my god! So we have no belt. Marlon Vera on 15. Then we have Kyler Phillips. Don't even know who that is. Cody Stamen, Merab Dwalishvili, Jimmy Rivera, Sansao, Cruz. I, I'd love to see him against Cruz. Maybe it's a bit early in the career, but I don't might think he be, gets a top. They're both the Southwest guys, too. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'll get a top there. 10. I don't think he beats a lot of the guys in the top 10 at the moment, but... Give that guy a bit of time. He's he's one of the very best to ever do it, I think. Or he could mm-hmm. be one of the very best to ever do it, if his body holds up. Showed a lot of defense on his back, too. A lot mm-hmm. of up kicks, keeping him off him. It was good. Just um, to move things on. Any any other takes on O'Malley versus Almeida? No. Nope. Uh takes on takes on the rest of the card uh there was some there was some more fun uh started real slow and bukaukas got screwed screwed yep. by the judges i thought i do think um, so too but besides that just kind of started slow and then we got really got going when menafield uh was gifted a submission by a guy who didn't know he was in a submission until he was in a submission. <laughs> Alonso. I mean, yeah, the undercard was Decision Mania. You can watch some of these fights. They're not bad fights at all. Um, I only have one take on the Abu Asaitar fight. <laughs> I mean, is, is that a 10-7? <laughs> I mean, so, there's, so here's what happens is everybody's like, well, I'm giving him a 10-8. I'm like, listen, I can give him a 10 8 too, but I'm, no one's asking me what my score is. People are asking me what the ringside judges' score is. What do the ringside judges do? They do the wrong thing. So, was it a 10 7? I could have scored it a 10 7, yeah, but I it think was probably so. going to get scored a 10 9 or yeah. maybe a 10 8 and not a 10 7. Right? For, for, yeah, for and me, that's the yeah. exact same thing in the Maverick Robertson fight yeah. in round two, where two judges gave Maverick that round. 
Maverick did not win that round. But she got up with 30 seconds left and threw a bunch of ineffective strikes, and the judges were like boxing judges or something, and they were like, oh, yeah, strikes, great. <laughs> yeah, so, so see the Alba Saitar thing. I, I think it was a it was a hard fight, but the Saitar ha- hasn't had. I mean, after the first Azaitar round, that guy has, was done. Saitar has eight minutes of gas in his tank. I mean, maximum. Yep, maximum. He, he had two minutes left in the second round, and completely ran out of gas. Yeah, so a ten seven in the in the third. I wouldn't be mad at a judge to give it that. And for the Maverick I fight, either. I mean, I I was actually <laughs> look. When you see something like O'Malley, Miranda's striking didn't look that impressive, but I think he had some. She had some crisp, maybe a bit too predictable striking, still hitting Robertson. Um, back takes. There, she crossed her feet, where which there is a sub there, but just <laughs> just saying. Nice ground and brown pound from from kneeling side control. <laughs> I mean. A very well-rounded skill set, I'd say. May, um, I, may I ask you a question? Sure. About, did you listen to this on mute, or were you listening to the? No, no, I listened on. I listened on mute. Uh, so at one point in the commentary, either Rogan or DC says something like, "You know, the real problem for this division is Valentina Shevchenko is so good." I mean, <laughs> it's just like, come on. I don't know if that's a problem for the division or if it's just a problem for the fighters in the division. But didn't, didn't you like didn't you like what Maverick showed here? Besides it's not yeah, perfect, yeah. but it's completely serviceable for women's flyweight. Absolutely fine with it. She can move up. She she just beat the the UFC's number 15 ranked Jillian Robertson. She can move up and fight Anybody in the top five to ten, yeah. five to 14, instantly, no problem. Yeah, instantly, no problem. Chukagin, yes. Chukagin won't stand a chance. Yeah, Lord Murphy, Murphy wouldn't. Calderwood maybe because her striking is a bit better. Calderwood has striking. Calvillo, Roxanne, don't Roxanne think so. Always surprise you, but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I. Yeah, and you're right. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Joanne Calderwood too because she has striking, but it's it's one of those things where where yes, Maverick has striking, but Maverick also did manage to get up after being scrambled for yeah, and Maverick, three and a half minutes in the second. Maverick can put some more um, more power behind the strikes. Let, let's not let's not maybe just um you get Molar Keat. <laughs> if you're karma yeah. worthy, you, you just get TKO'd in round one. That dude has eleven finishes in his eleven faint, last fights. Faint right to left hook. Yeah, nasty or left, left straight. Hook, yeah. No, it was oh, a left hook. It was a left hook. It yeah. was cool. It was cool. I was only mad because Gianni the Greek had been hyping him up prior to the fight. That was the, <laughs> the only bedding, reason I was mad. The bedding yeah, I thought it was awesome. No, but he he actually could bring in that nasty left hook with the he he faked a cross and he he just. He bumped up and down. He 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 elbow defensed something. It it was, it was that cool. that is a cool fight. Yeah, it was cool. It didn't yeah. last that long. So this let's, main card delivered. Yes, please. Let's move on from this one. We are already at forty okay. minutes. Best and worst. Um, Miranda Maverick is an awesome name. I might change mine mm-hmm. to this. Habib got the five star rating medal in the EA UFC four game. Love it. <laughs> The 3D animatronics VR AR stuff is back. O'Malley got a US flag. Did, did you feel the patriotism there? Did you did you did you get up for it? Didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, no. 
I'm terrible American. Um, O'Malley is a incredible talent talent striker, like next level talented. Rewatch this fight, please. If you if you're listening to this, rewatch this fight over and over again and learn what what is possible. Um, many field with the fun one flu joke. That joke should not work. <laughs> you need to release the guillotine from side control because you will never finish. But you get one flu choked. <laughs> uh, and the worst of the card um, is this Her- Herzog's first mistake. Uh, perhaps. Steepest blow dried hair. The worst of the card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Decision yeah. mania on the prelims. I mean, okay. No. Uh, the the ref in the Saitar Barrio fight. Like, um, I mean, he was done from... It's this decision mania, but <clears throat> I think Abu got stopped. Please, right? yeah, so. he did, yeah. Come on. And just had four seconds left. The absolute worst, <laughs> John Jones negotiating on Twitter again. That's fine. I love it. That just means the fight's gonna happen sooner or later. Maybe another maybe another worst. How much of a fan is Dana now of Francis? The worst is how you beat me on picking in topology fight picking. Why is that the worst? Because I should be better than you at this. Nope. You've sh- nope, nope. I'm not. My I, picks were so bad, so bad. <laughs> I so I, the last two or three cards, I, I was getting like second last or last, and that is that is not correct. That is not good. The, the stars aligned for me now, and I'm back in the middle of the pack, and I'll run this shit again. I had been I had been keeping track of my plus money underdog picking, and I went <laughs> zero for four on this event. <laughs> So yeah, and the, my average is now forty-one percent. Yeah, accurate. that is not a good average. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so UFC two hundred and sixty main card absolutely delivered. Watch it. Watch the Abu Asaitar thing in the in the in the prelims. Tell us if he got ten seventh, and the rest. Yeah, Mularki. Just watch Mularki. That was fun too. Do we move on to the gossip boys? Yes. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Are you happy about it? Kinda. Are you as happy as Joanna? You were so busy this week. You were so busy that you sent me a Joanna hype video yep. and a Wei Lee hype video. Yes. That's how busy you were. Very pain this week, but, but I made oh it. Oh my God, it's great. So let's go into MMA Gossip Boys. Um, uh, where do we start? Of course, we start with Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. We have an update, 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 update. I have there was a press conference. Yeah, yeah I have four bullet points. <laughs> I have four bullet points here. So wow. Okay. One is the press conference. I just made a bullet point. Press conference on Friday, and then all caps. Watch it. Am I correct? I think it was great. But <laughs> it was awesome. I was I was unable to watch the whole thing. I just I like what? there was a certain point when I was just like I can't do more of this. this what? Is too much. <laughs> it's just I link it's just so so cringy and so bad. It was like it was like the uh like I don't I don't like remembering high school, so I just don't go back to that Listen. school school. Cool shit. Listen, you know? I link the press conference. It is a ten out of ten experience of fight promotion. It is a. It ben was Askren a press conference so where where Ben Askren actually came up on top with his trash talking. 
it was he is so good at it. It is absurd how it is one of those it's one of those like like right from the get go, you're you're watching him talk and he's saying like he's he's immediately triggering everything Jake could everything an insecure Jake Paul could be triggered by. How is like, he so smart in doing this? I don't understand how he's so smart when he's been hit in the head this many times. <laughs> he is, he didn't. I mean, he get got hit in the hit in the head once, but it counted for a hundred of punches. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this this press conference was really really awesome. There are so many things to, to take away from it. Yeah, it's it's getting close. April seventeenth. Logan Paul's Logan Paul's little brother reached out to me and challenged me to a boxing <laughs> fight. Of course I said yes. Look. That is that was like immediately like, oh man, this is perfect. Does your does your prediction or your excitement level rise for this event? <laughs> it kind of does. Yes. It does because okay. So we know Ben Askren and Jake Paul is going to be a fiasco. I fully expect a lot of people being really upset about it because mm -hmm. Ben like clinches Jake for five rounds straight. A hundred percent. Just like, just like makes it the, like Ben, like Ben is smart enough to know that this is the ultimate troll move. So he does it and just makes it the ugliest, most boring thing possible. But we need to add that Frank Muir was there. Yes. And Frank yes. Muir said, Frank Muir's daughter is going to corner him. Yes. So it's going to be like when Frank corners his daughter in Icon Fighting Enterprises or whatever it's called. When Frank corners Bella, Frank just negs her opponent the entire fight. It was so funny when he was doing it. So what I, I'm really hoping is Bella comes out there cornering her dad and just starts talking mad shit about his opponent while he's fighting him. Oh, dad, his footwork sucks. You got him, dad. <laughs> yeah, it's... Look, Frank Mir is still on the undercard. He, he got his opponent switched because the... I think... He's the, fighting a guy that's like 40 pounds lighter than him or something. Yeah, but but actually a very good boxer. <laughs> Another 50-year-old yeah. boxer, which is washed, like the, the opponent he had before, but now it's a very good boxer. So yep. it's, it will be even more sad for old Frank Mir uh, fans. <laughs> Um, I have a question for Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Which famous MMA fighter will corner Ben Askren? Good question. I don't know. Who's going to corner him? Do you it, know? Yes, I know. Who? Tyron Woodley. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> of course. They're best friends. Yes. He will be in the corner of Ben Askren. And I mean, that's that. <laughs> I'm here for it. Who else? Are, they've got other guys from that camp, right? Uh, yeah, some someone else. I, I forgot the name, but is it Rufus Sport? It's not Rufus. Sport, uh, ben Askren was shortly at Rufus. Tyron switched camps when he found out that Ru Duke, Duke Rufus is not a good MMA coach. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but he he was moving back and forth. I think. I think. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, I have we'll I have, just... I have another point. Did you watch the Schmolensen interview with Ben Askren? No, no. Okay, I only no. watched the highlights from before the Schmolensen interview when <laughs> Ben Askren pretends to give Jake a wet willy and Jake freaks out. It's amazing. <laughs> and I have the food truck interview of um, of Ben Askren. What did they cook? 
they they ate some tacos, I think. And they, they okay. there was a taco okay. on the menu, um, the big nice. big brown taco because of oh my god. No, no, let, let's not go into that one. No, we got tacos yesterday. It was great. Food truck tacos are the way to go. Ben Askren was a Jake Paul, April seventeenth. It's getting close. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. We I'm have so more. We have more gossip. Oh yeah, we do. Which Guess one? who's back? Who is back? Tell me. Misha Tate's back. Where is she back from? <laughs> She's back from one. Do you think she ever got paid? I I think she got paid a lot. But really? I mean, yeah, but but I mean, straight from the start, I think she had a bit bit of a bad fallout with with the UFC because Dana is best buddies with I mean, like more than best buddies with Ronda. So I think Misha didn't take lightly on that, and then she was like retiring and was done with everything and the UFC treated her so bad like like all of these guys the UFC treated her so bad and everybody won. everybody expects that the company's going to hold going to be there for you it's yeah. just crazy to me. and and the yeah. one was so much better and Chatri is a real bushido guy and mm-hmm. she was yep. she was totally. in the in the role of a vice president which can be about everything and i remember that she had one or two videos where she walked around in singapore um, they tried to do a show with her. She, she was actually the head coach, <laughs> which is kind of incredible, of Evolve MMA. And then she fizzled out. She had the fallout with um, with her ex-boyfriend and got two babies. Not one, but mm. two, one, because one is none. And now, like out of nowhere, if, she, if you would ask me um, about Misha Tate and, and comebacks, I, I would say you're mad and insane but she's back now she's back in the ufc and she's got title ambitions so i think she can get close honestly what i do i do man (laughs) i have a list i have a list the the list of the worst ufc champs in history okay Okay. (laughs) i'm glad we this is a two-list show this is good i have lists for everything but the, the two, the, the baddest, like the the ones... The worst. The worst, sorry. Yeah, the worst. The worst UFC champs of all time. Number one, take a guess. It's not Misha. The worst. It's not Ronda. No. The worst champs of all time. Mm. Worst in, in sense of MMA, bad, overall and, and MMA skills MMA. and, and yes. bad competition to get to the title and all that stuff. Yeah, bad MMA skills. Mm. It's a bit of an outlier. It, it, I'm not mad at you if you don't know it. it it's Nico Montano. She was a champ? Of course. Women's no. flyweight champion, the inaugural. She was, you're right. Yes. Oh, After, no. I mean. Oh, you just blew my mind. I pick against her every time she fights. She won the Ultimate Fighter 26 Women's Flyweight Tournament. Then. She got stripped because she was hospitalized to to, to some weight cuts. Uh, That was in 2017. She won it against Roxanne Modafferi. And then she was decisioned by Juliana Pena in in 19. And then she basically fizzled out. Yes, she has got a lot of medical issues. I'm not not taking it out on her. When I say bad, I mean bad in in the sense of a UFC level or caliber fighter, which has to be another standard. Bad at MMA and bad at and not and 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 having opponents that were also bad. Correct. She had Avia Dobson, Pam Sorensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not good. But number so, two. So you think Tate is number two? Yes. 
That's what you're going to tell me. Yes. Tate is number two Absolutely. based on based on Ronda retiring and beating. Who did she beat? I'm racking my brain. Was it Sarah McMahon? No, uh, Misha beat beat Holly Holm for the title. She she, she ah, subbed her okay. into third or something like that. Okay. So she beat Holly, took Holly's title after Holly beat Ronda. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then lost it to Nunez or lost it to... So now, look, listen, yeah, now, now she's back. She lost in she's 2016 back. against Amanda Nunes, of course, because Amanda Nunes is, is one of the best fighters to ever live. And then she lost yep, against she Raquel lost Pennington. Yep, lost the decision. That was okay. 2016, five years ago. She didn't fight. She had two babies. Yep. Now she's back. She, she, and, and we should, we should you, you referenced the personal life, so we should reference that the doc, documents were released and... Uh, what's his name? Caraway. Caraway kept stealing. Caraway kept stealing an ATV. That's what happened. <laughs> if you need an ATV uh, and you don't, Caraway has Misha's. If you want to buy it from him, actually, yes. he doesn't anymore because he got arrested. No, Misha got rid of him, got married, had a couple kids, and she's back. It is twenty twenty one. It's been five years. She's back. Time to fight. She's don't only look... thirty four. Why do you yeah. think she can't get up there? Because she she's was never not that bad. <sighs> I, it's WMMA at 135 pounds. I yes, disagree. I Nunes disagree. is going to beat the hell out of her. Yes, a lot of people. Not only her, Nunes. I mean, look. She's going to get favorable matchups. They're going to push her up to the top. Who will she and beat? She's going to get who annihilated by Jermaine Durandamy. Yeah, who will she beat in the in the top 10? Let's say, let's say, after, I, I'm, I'm always saying after a five year layoff. It, Dude, I Matt. Sarah McMahon is ranked number eight on the UFC website. Yeah, that is right. Okay, okay she could beat Sarah McMahon because she already did once. Absolutely, <laughs> she beat Sarah McMahon. Does she beat Pena? No. Does she beat Does she beat Kunitskaya? No. Does she beat Aldania? She, Hell no. Does she beat Lad? Maybe. She could beat Kunitskaya. No, never. A- apologies to 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 Tiago Santos's wife, <laughs> but she could beat Kunitskaya. Does she beat Holly Holm again? Maybe because Holly Holm shouldn't be ranked number two. Does she beat Jermaine Deronda me? Never, like never in a million years. Never, never beats Durant. I mean, never beats Nunes. No, probably doesn't beat Holm. Doesn't beat Pena. Brain cramp, but probably doesn't beat Aspen Lad. Doesn't beat Aldana. No. So Misha Tate is back. We are all excited. She was even on a on a round table or something like that. So they will use her because of the thirsty fans. Marion Renault. At number twelve, she's yeah. matched up against Marion Renault against at number twelve. I bet that she beats Renault, and then they put her in the top ten. You for might, whatever sadly, sadly, you might be right. I, I mean, I like the matchup for for someone who's been out for five years, um, and Renault is not a terrible, terrible fighter. So why not do that matchup? Also, Renault could be my mother. Renault, I think. I think could also be both of our mothers. Yes, she's 44 so. or 43 or something like that. So uh, We have more gossip to go through because we only, only have five minutes left. Okay. But I have uh, two, two things. <laughs> I have I'm a, here for it. I have a tweet of J.L. Sonnen's Mission Underground <laughs> that is teasing for tonight, actually. T- tonight in your in your... Neck of the Woods in Cali, I think it's also in California. Um, Tony Ferguson will Tony Ferguson 
grapple. Khabib, oh no, will he? Khabib Nurmagomedov tonight at Submission Underground. Will he? Yes or no? Your prediction? My prediction is no. Okay. But I just pulled up Fight Pass, and I'm looking at the the uh, little tile that I can click on when it starts, and Roxanne is on there. So I'll tune in, and yes. I'll watch Roxanne grapple. Absolutely. And I'll see. And then... I have a feeling that... I have a feeling that that kind of a teaser means that one of Tony's guys is there and one of Khabib's guys is there or something Maybe. like that, if, if anything. So, but, yeah. And then I have it's another also, one. If we're, if we're talking grappling, mm-hmm. I have a sad one. I, I know you don't I, like it. I don't like it. I mean, you don't, don't like really not, not joking. You don't like it. I don't think I like it. Do but you like it? <sighs> that, is a, that is a hard question. <laughs> It's okay, Craig, tell him what it is. Yeah, listen, it's it's Craig Jones. Craig Jones is um, one of the best grapplers in the world. No gi grapplers. Um, he's of the from Danaher Death Squad. Um, and he teased that thing for years now. I think really it's not, it's not even joking for years. Um, he is a like he's he's fighting between one eighty five and two o five. Um, he's the he's a Polaris champ. He's a second place ADCC, not the top of the top of the top, but like one of the very best. And he will grapple, if it's correct, tonight also in California, of course, against of course <laughs> Gabi Garcia. So this guy is one eighty five to two o five. I think, and he's he's a sure he is a very light two o five, but he's on the Danaher Death Squad. Um, let's say diet. <laughs> and, and and how many pounds of muscle is Gabby Garcia now? Mm, she's also on a very good diet, so I would say so. Like like Lots a very like a like a very very good diet. I mean, but Lots she is Gabby Garcia is listed at two hundred and thirty five pounds, one hundred and seven kilos. She is she is such a unit. She's massive. So should so they might. Um, compete in the very first intergender high-level grappling match. Yeah, there was an intergender low-level grappling match. Ah, but this, I mean, Garcia, because of her height and her weight and her strength, and she's, I don't, I mean, you can't say how good she really is because she has not, she, she's first place in ADCC, first place in IBJJF. Like, like she's play, basically placing first wherever and whenever she competes she has six losses she le- she lost to two two girls on points at the pans in 2009 so i mean don't I even no, I, I i'm gonna be, i'm gonna level with you i have no idea what any of that means um but i'm okay she loses i i, I, I i'm okay with her with 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 gra- intergender grappling if that's what people want to do just to have <laughs> fun and make money whatever i it's hope fine. it's i hope it's fun I hope it's fun. I hope it's good. I don't want anyone to get permanently injured or something no. out of it because that's a, just a bad look. But, like, yeah, Gabby Garcia is a freaking unit. She can grapple whoever she wants. The thing that I, the thing that bothers me about the whole men women thing is the, the constant, oh, that she's so good at MMA. She should just fight men. I bet she beats half the nope. 100. 35 pound division blah blah yeah blah, don't blah. Uh, stop that but absolutely crazy that is actually it, it's not a it's a semi interesting grappling match look we have one minute left we have to do something want, in the luke segment okay all right go sorry 
It's called no, facts for it. fans because people complain to me <laughs> that they don't know who you are. Who the fuck is Luke? I think I agree. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy actually? So yep. let's go, let's go into that. Last time we we asked about your favorite fighter. <clears throat> now it's another question: Why the fuck do you watch MMA? What is the reason? I only like sports that are individual-based sports. I can't really get into team sports for whatever reason. I've never liked them. Uh, I watch MMA because it is a uh, really interesting because there are so many different aspects to the sport that create when someone is really good at it and is able to flow between striking, grappling, and jujitsu is just one of the best things to see and one of the most interesting things to see is the it is one of the it is one of the hardest sports to be the best at and it is an individual sport and i love watching people who can do those things like weili zhang um moving between triangles to elbows moving between muay thai and defensive kickboxing um it's just awesome. So that's why I watch. I'm super into it. It's also why I watch low-level stuff too, because you just never know what you're going to see. I mean, can't add anything to that besides that was an awesome show. I want to. I want to give you. I want one more minute. I just want to plug your uh, your love from Europe show. The interview you did was in English earlier this week. And it was a really, really awesome interview. Yeah, with Brahim, I, uh, Brahim Belgit. I reached out to Brahim. On, I reached out on the show page on Instagram and just tagged him and 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 thanked him for uh, a, a quote that he gave because it it kind of hit me earlier this week. It was really good. Yeah, actually, that's good. That's a good thing to say. Some of the interviews we do, especially with the French speaking fighters, are in English. So I'll I'll do a better job in actually signaling to you which interviews are in English. I'll put a flag on it or something. So it's it might be a bit better to see that some of these things are in in English, some of these are in Swiss German, some of these will be in High German when we um, soon will talk to Benjamin Brando's next opponent um, for a fight that got announced. Benjamin Brando, fan it. of the show. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just love it because even in Swiss German, I can hear you saying my name and talking about how bad all my takes yes. are. Yes, so Swiss German is like the encrypted language of the world. <laughs> Nobody can understand it, not even the Germans. So it's <laughs> it's something good. Yeah, so I really enjoyed talking to you. That was, that was fun. It was a fun card. Watch all of it. Uh, main card, that's it. And please watch O'Malley's fight several times because it's it's something to be hold of. Again and again and again. Oh, Leah, I'll, 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 I'll do that. That, that. that clip will be played right now. And again and again and again. And again and again and again. And again and again We'll be back next week. Um, please like, share and subscribe on Instagram.com slash podcast, Facebook.com slash podcast. Listen to the show on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you want to. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, whatever you want to. And have a nice week. Later, pal. Bye-bye.